What is good, guys? Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Wanted to thank you guys for showing me some love, sending me some texts. Um, it's been you've been showing me a lot of support through all this, so I can't thank you enough. Um, if you haven't yet, you can follow me at Kev the Coach on TikTok, pretty much all my social media. Uh, but thank you for tuning in and you know, like and subscribe if you can. That would mean a lot, and even a review if you're feeling frisky like that. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy the episode. happening zach fry thank you for joining second episode kind of the coach experience brother how are you bro dude i'm feeling good it's great to be on get a little get a little out of this monotony we're having right now with the coronavirus yeah man it's a good time to start a podcast or start something you know so thanks for coming on bro you gotta hey you gotta impress today you know people want to see the real zach fry you know they want to see what you're all about (laughs) <laughs> yep, just just repping right. I I got the Loris the Loris uh, crest right here. That's what I'm about, baby. So I think that like you're gonna really bring out the Loris demographic of this podcast. Like I had I got Uber with Artie. You know we're yep. gonna get we're gonna get the Loris demographic with you out. So I, I like that. I like we're gonna get some Zach Fry. Yeah, but hey, brother, I wanted to kick this off. Um, well, first of all, how are you, how are you handling quarantine? How's it going out there? Good, good. And I think you alluded to it. Um, it's a really good time to really, you know, dig into your passions like you're kind of doing with the coaching. You've been talking about it for a while. There's extra time on a lot of people's hands right now. So I feel like it's a good opportunity to, you know, really dig into those passions. You know, maybe you're reading more, you're focusing on fitness, whatever you're, you know, kind of into is a good time to do it when you're not socializing as much. Maybe you're seeing family more. So, you know, personally, I, I've been enjoying just being with family a little more been able to exercise. I've been trying out intermittent fasting, which has been interesting, but it's been good, bro. Yeah. You said that's a, uh, is that your first time trying intermittent fasting? Yeah, this is my first time. So I was doing it for about five or six weeks where I was really going hardcore where I wouldn't eat for 19 hours during the day. And then I'd cram it all into like a five hour window with two big meals and no snacking in between. But some of the research I did kind of said, you know, if you're cutting your window that much it may be hard to you know keep muscle you're gonna get almost over leaned and you're, you're right right but yeah you might lose some muscle as well so i feel like i've just been kind of phasing into more of like an eight hour eating window where i'll get a little snack in before i work out over lunch break from work and then you know really pounding a lunch afterwards and dinner and then starting to fast again but it's been kind of fun to focus more on fitness and you know kind of phase in during this quarantine you've been getting hella jacked or what oh dude i mean I don't want to show my triceps on the screen right now, but show them, bro. Show them. We can we can little, flex out here, just bro. Little, just a little bit, you know. But yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm physically feeling good. Been running a lot more. A lot of open space out here in the in the countryside, so it's been good. It is a, a good time for that, right? For yeah, people to start like working out more. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel like before this, you know, I think a lot of things going to happen, right? Like pre-quarantine like people were like we were just a little too safe like you know this is kind of a wake up call if we're gonna look at this as a positive thing with this whole COVID-19 coronavirus what you want to call it like if you can think of one positive thing like we're gonna be more grateful definitely be more grateful hopefully people are gonna take care of themselves a little bit better because you realize like if your immune system sucks oh yeah 
that's what the data shows. If your immune system sucks, like you're vulnerable, yep. which means you might die if someone eats a bat in China or whatever. Yeah. Whatever happened when it comes to the US. But yeah, man, it's a good time to be fit. Take care of the immune system, do all that. Um, but I did want to talk about you mentioned some passions. One of the things I want to talk to you about was you're a little bit of a performer, Zach. You're a little bit of a <laughs> you got you got I didn't know that about you. I met you in college for some context yep. for our listeners. We gotta address the listeners more. I need to do that because last podcast I didn't really like talk. We gotta address the listeners. But yep, let's talk to them. Zach, yeah, Zach is a bit of a performer. Um, I met him in college. He's tr- track athlete, big athlete. Honestly, just a superstar at Lawrence College. Probably, but I, I'm gonna address this in the intro to the podcast too. But okay, um, what I wanted to talk to you about is what? How did you get into like? Because in college, first of all, you did. You danced in front of the whole school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tell everyone about that. Like people, yeah. people Loris College people know about that, but um. yeah, bro. So <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of weird. And my mom has even like talked to me about it a little bit. She's like, "Yeah, it's weird because I'll talk to your high school professors. This was when I was in college, and they'd be like, yeah, thinking thinking about Zach back in high school. They're like, he was kind of under the radar, shy kind of kid. So I guess it." It took me a little bit of time and, you know, associating myself with the right people to really, you know, build confidence in myself and, you know, kind of let that freak flag fly a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Where I was <laughs> there doing the things like I did at Loris, we were talking about kind of the, the, the coming out of, you know, kind of the performer was at that homecoming prep rally where I did that Napoleon Dynamite dance and was able to, you know, speak to the student body in a <laughs> way, which I... I kind of like got that feeling. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And it just kind of came down to like not caring about what anybody thought going out there, doing my thing, having confidence in myself and, you know, later doing that at the Dewey awards and other events or public speaking events. So I just built confidence in myself where I remember my first speech in high school was in, you know, like a cultural studies class. I had to give a presentation and I was up there like basically shaking. I just didn't have that same confidence in myself. And I think, you know, if anyone sets out to do something and you practice it enough and you become comfortable with yourself, you're going to improve on it essentially. But now, you know, I love it. I love being in front of people. I love being able to, you know, showcase some of the talents, humor that I have. And it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah, dude. Like, and I do want to just like touch on that even more because personally, like, you know me, like I'm not introverted. I wouldn't say I'm introverted, but honestly, Part of me is like, I'm definitely someone who can like stand. That's probably because I got a girl now. <laughs> so I don't, really, I don't really need to be going out as much. I know like a lot of homies, I know a lot of Loris homies are going to listen to this and be like, that's why he's not going out as much. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't need the distractions. But um, where I was going with that is like, I feel like when it comes to like being nervous and stuff and like part, big part of that is like you, you care about what other people think, which partially is important like you need to at least care a little bit but you just don't want that to overtake like the actual value of like performing and like doing a fun thing like you did yeah like, you don't want it, you don't want someone's perception of you to change the way that you actually are like you want to be yourself and surround yourself with people that are going to let you be that way and that's how you you know achieve that confidence and really you know excel in life in my opinion is surrounding yourself with the right people who accept you for who you are but for you was the was that performance, like doing that performance in front of like the whole school, was that like your first time? I, I didn't really even know you then, by the way. I, I don't think yeah. I really like was friends with you then. I just remember seeing that. I was like, holy shit. Like that dude just put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
But Dude, was that your first time doing something like that? Or was yeah, you said it was so, that, that class in college that too? Was, I, well, there's public, you know, we all had to take public speaking class freshman year. And I feel like I just kind of really got into the speeches then. As weird as it sounds, it's like a dumb class that a lot of people are nervous as as freshmen. I came in nervous too, but I just kind of liked it. And I really didn't, I was really never expressed myself in that kind of way. I wasn't in, I wasn't in drama or plays or speech in high school. I didn't do any of that because a lot of times I was like, oh, I got to do sports. I got to do track. It was impossible to do both. So that really was kind of like the first time I ever just got in front of a large group of people. And, you know, you ever get that feeling when you do something and you really enjoy it and you're like, hell yeah, I want more of this. That's kind of how I felt after I did that. It was like crack. Yeah, dude. I was like, give me that pixie stick. I'm sorting it all up right now. (laughs) (laughs) So you, you, you were nervous though, right? Like how nervous were you? I mean, there, it's hard to look back at this, but you you probably, do you remember being like nervous? I I feel like I was staring at the crowd. I feel like I wasn't though. Like maybe for the first like few seconds and then maybe you land like one joke and then you're like, all right, we're in like, it's, you're in a groove. You're like in a flow almost and it's really preparation like anything if you prepare for something and you kind of like have a general script in your mind you know what points you want to hit you know it when you're doing a dance you practice it enough i guess you, you're you're hitting that right hip left hip per- perfect for the crowd and you're <laughs> yourself that you don't really get nervous at that point once you get in the flow and then hit the fucking split at the yeah, bar and then you start <laughs> you start jiving on them and everything but yeah it's good bro no dude i i remember seeing that i was like damn that dude just he hit that. And like, no, I think when he's like, it comes to like performing, like I've never really done anything like that. I mean, I got a show. I got a yeah. show now. And that's even a little bit uncomfortable for me. Like I got this camera in front of me and I'm like, it's a little, it's a little weird. Like I don't like looking at myself. I'd rather just look at you, but like a normal conversation. But um, it's good to hear you talk about like nerves. Like, so for you, you were just feeding off. Like you like the adrenaline of like, actually the beginning might've sucked like right before it. Cause we're speaking to people who like maybe listen to this and they're like, fuck you. Like I hate, sales i hate like like performing in front of people's speeches like any sort of act like yeah it's it'd be dreadful for people to like i have i'm i get it from my mom my mom's like really introverted and like really shy and i'm that way too but um for you you're saying like it's like you just kind of wrote off that adrenaline and you just like yeah you didn't want to you didn't want to forget that you're like I yeah you, you get that yeah you get that feeling you get that confidence in yourself and you're like this feels pretty good like this is who i am and i want to show people who i am and I know you can probably relate to this with your business right now. It's like a lot of guys that could be terrified, you know, go up, talk to a woman at a bar or talk to a woman in any social setting. But it's like anything. If you practice something, you go up, you get comfortable with yourself. They're going to see that you're comfortable in yourself and you're going to see more success doing that. So I think that same, you know, kind of performing in that way, you can use that same strategy with anything in life, including what you're trying to do right now and help men understand. Yeah, like building the confidence to like, just do that's tough. Like being comfortable, like, and having the, like the confidence to just like, cause girls smell that out quick. Yeah. Like, real quick. If you go up to a girl at a bar <laughs> and you try to, like, I remember one, like, I remember the one time in my life, I think I was with like, might've been with Artie. You might've been there too. Like it was like, I don't know if it was like 2018 summer. Like I went up to some girl at a, What's that hotel bar that I took everyone to? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The top floor. It's like the 30th floor. Congress? No, it's not, con- it's not Congress. With no, it's what is that called? I went there like four times with you guys. They have like that little room with the DJ. Yeah, it's, it's, a, dope, it's, it's a dope bar. Oh, 
Virgin Hotels. Virgin Hotels. Yeah, Virgin right? Hotels. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went up to some girl. <laughs> I went up to some girl. And like I only did it because like I everyone was like, we were there to do that. Like we were there to talk to shit. Yeah. This was like two or three years ago. I remember. <laughs> like I go up to her and like I'm just clearly the whole time, like she's hot. And I'm just like, I'm not really in it to like, I'm not with myself. I'm not present. Cause I'm speaking to like dating tips right now. and like, yeah. Pickup game. But I walked up to her and I'm not, I'm not feeling myself at all. Like, I'm just looking at her and I'm going like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I said, bro. I think I said like, what's up? Like, <laughs> you just get the biggest eye roll ever. Bro. No. Oh my God. I think she was like some like, She's probably like at the time, like 22, 23, like clearly just graduated, maybe even be a senior in college. And she just was like, she was with a group of friends at a circle and she just looks at me and she just goes like, oh <laughs> enough. Like if girls, if you're out there and you're rejecting men tough, that's fine. You should keep doing that because we need to learn. But like, just know the damage you did. Like the rest of the night, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, Artie, Artie saw it and he, and he was like, he was like, oh, that hurt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, Kev, you remember, you and Artie were both there too. The, the, the Des Moines weekend where we had been at the pool all day. We go to the first bar. We're all being ourselves. We're being natural. We're playing games. We're dancing. And it had to have been, what, 90 degrees? And it was an outdoor bar. Oh, bro. So sweaty from this dancing. And we were in the street walking and... I'm feeling good. I go up to a girl and I'm like, hey, like, what what are you doing tonight? Like, how are you doing? And you remember? She looks at me and goes, hey, Mr. Sweaty. <laughs> and I just got wrecked so hard. But, you know, you're going to have that, right? Like, you, Oh, yeah, you're going to have that for sure. You get to dust it off and, you know, go up to the next one. You got to shoot your shot, you know, and there's a way to do pickup, which, like, I think – I've learned a lot from just head like swinging and missing, you know, but Oh my God, that I'm remembering that moment. Cause you probably got it the worst. Cause like we were all standing there and like, we kind of just like looked over, we're all hammered. It's like really late in the night. We turn over and we see you. <laughs> you I was ripping. That girl, and you, and she, yeah, she bodied you, but you handled it. You just were like, people, people right, who like, saw Snapchats of like us dancing that night, they like sent messages to me directly and they're like, like, oh, was it like raining outside? Like, I legit got messages like that because I was so sweaty. It looked like I just like hopped out of the river or something. You were drenched, bro. Yeah. That was a great night, though. We can actually speak to some positive things yeah. about that night. And one thing that like I learned actually like not too long before that summer trip to Des Moines, like, is kind of like just bringing the energy. Like, we we brought a serious energy to that bar, like our whole group. Yeah. And it was and it was partially due to the guys. Like we were so like positive and like just upbeat and like just our energy alone, like, which this is a good tip for, for guys that are like, they think that you could only have to approach girls. Like that's the only way you can get a girl's number. You have to go up to her and talk to her. Like we were just like being ourselves dancing like crazy. Like we were having yeah. the best time at the bar. Oh yeah. Like, and no that's doubt. like one of the biggest tips is just have the best time. And like, I remember girls were coming up to us. They too, were. Like there like was groups asking. coming up. They were dancing with us. They're, they can sense that we're having fun and we're confident in ourselves. And, it, it, you know, that pays off. <clears throat> that's the biggest. I think that's one of the biggest ones is like if you hate pickup and you just you really dread it. Find some like cool friends like or you, I'm hoping you have some friends that like at least like to have fun when they go out to the bars. Yeah. Like just have a good time. Don't even worry about the girls like 
and I watch what happens. Like when you have the yeah. best time, girls want to go hang out with you. Like that's yeah. the number one thing. I remember like we would just go to the bar. We would just like stand at the bar. We were like looking around like, who are you going to talk to? <laughs> you were like some kind of like predator at that point. Yeah. It's, I mean, that, there's, I just think it's a lot harder. It's a yeah. lot harder. Like wouldn't you rather just go with like three guys? Maybe you can even be two people. As long as you like look like you're having a great time and you are. As long as you're in the moment, present, and we can speak to all. That's yeah. a kind of part of just being like – the man, you know, you got to be present, have a good time with whoever you're sitting across with. And like females will make their way over. They will make their way over. <laughs> <laughs> like already, already, when he listens to this, he's going to hit me up. He's going to be like, dude, that how many times did we do that in Chicago? Like, yeah, you get like Jay, like that was the force. It's like you really had to do a lot of pickup. Like, pickup culture is just a little like it's tough. It's just fucking it hard. Is. Like how many times you picked up a girl? Like it's it's the odds aren't really in your favor. It's like baseball. Like you're probably gonna if you hit three hundred, like, that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty damn good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I agree, dude, hundred percent. Yeah, pickup is is not not necessarily the way to go. But hey, you know your boy's in a in a relationship now. I don't even gotta I don't even gotta do pickup. <laughs> no, no, you don't. And I was gonna say, man, I feel like you have really found one with Melody. I feel like a lot of girls. You'd say, you know, I'm going to start this coaching business. I'm going to help other guys. You know, you might be encouraging guys to, you know, talk to multiple women. And she, some girls might be like, oh, I don't want my friends to hear this. And know that, you know, in his past, he was like hitting on girls, talking to multiple girls. They might get insecure about that. But I think it's really cool that you found a girl that's, you know, going to support your passion and hop in on what your vision is and where you want to go. And I think that's a really important message to kind of send other people when you're fi- trying to find someone that they support you and you know, kind of what your passions are. Yeah. Thanks, man. And and you know what it is too? Like I'm a, I'm a hop of my own horn real quick. There's just, when you want to pursue anything, like when it comes to your girl, like it all comes back to like, how confident are you in yourself? And like, are you going to like execute on this dream? You know, how, if, if you're really passionate about it and like you are so confident in yourself I mean, yes, your girl doesn't have to be at least a little bit supportive, you know, but like, yeah, Melody was supportive the whole way, but I'm just saying like, whoever you're with, like, I mean, obviously if she questions it, like she's not someone you want to be with, you know, like she's either, she's either supporting you or she's not, you know? And like, if it's like a really questionable thing you're going after, then maybe like, maybe like your girl has a point. You're you're like, like, I'm going to be an alligator wrestler. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like Kevin, I don't know if that aligns, bro. Like this is what I want to do. Yeah, like that's a big thing, dude. Cause I, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause like I used to struggle with that, Zach. And like, you know me, like I, in college and like after college too, like those first couple of years, I used to be, I would be really good at like attracting girls, getting them in my circle, seeing them for two to three months. And then just, it's mostly just insecurities. But like if you look deeper into that, like it was a lot of just the lack of confidence in myself. Cause one, you're not worried about your girl and like talking to other guys and whatever, like jealousy type things. Yep. If you're so confident in yourself, because you just don't even, you don't even entertain that. You don't even, you just don't even, you just operate towards like focusing on what your mission is. Like you write down your goals and you just, you focus on that and you stay centered on that. And the rest is history. That's like the number one thing for me with like relationships and like dating too. Like, if you're dating a girl and she sees that you're like 
just so like you got these big goals, big aspirations. Like she's she's gonna see that. She's she's not gonna take it lightly. Like she's gonna want to keep seeing you. They're gonna test you a little bit. Like you know, like see like, how serious you are about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're gonna test you a little bit. Like say these little things. Like that's just kind of what that feminine nature does. It makes you better. It makes you stronger. Like they test you. You know, like they like. Like, I don't think you're going to be able to do that. Like, you know, it's fun. It's fun. This is just testing you. You don't take it personally. You know, you just keep grinding. But I didn't want to go too far past. We're talking about your performer stuff because, you know, you got a TikTok. You got some TikToks. You're getting really good, dude. Your your, your videos you've been making too with your family. Like, first of all, it's awesome. Like, you and your family are so close. Like, I love to see that. Yeah, love the family. Yeah, dude. And like. I do want to hear, like, is that something you're pretty, because we kind of, we did brush past a little bit. Not, yeah. We were talking about good topics, but I want to hear you talk about, like, is that something you think you're going to be getting into like, a little bit more? I haven't seen you make these videos. Yeah. So I, I do love making the videos, the fan video. Um, you know, and I, I also, I make them not only for, you know, I enjoy other people when they watch them and they give comments and say they enjoyed it. Like, I love that feeling when people are like, that was funny. You know, that's what I'm going for. You're a funny guy. You know, think about like, 20 30 years from now i have these like funny videos with like my mom my dad my sister we're all involved we're making these videos i think personally it's going to be really cool to you know look back on those memories and some of these stupid videos we've made together and just enjoy those like i think it's going to be a great memory to have long term and keep making these i wouldn't say i'm going to try to like go full-time youtube videos you know maybe if i was you know quarantining here forever with my parents which just isn't something i want to do it's not you know oh well, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. like maybe if i had all this time on my hands i'd be cranking them out because the number one thing with like any you know media creation company tiktok channel personal is just you know it's all about the content you got to constantly be giving your users content keep them engaged daily posts stuff like that and quite frankly i don't have the time for that it's something i am passionate about as a hobby but i wouldn't say you know from like a professional or uh, user attraction standpoint, I'd be really willing to attack that. But, you know, for the memory standpoint, and, you know, maybe if I'm able to send it out to my friends, and they think it's hilarious, like, I love that shit, man, I'll, I'll, I'll be making these forever. I don't think I'm ever going to grow up in that aspect. I'm going to keep making the videos with my family or my friends. But yeah, it's good times, dude. Dude, I love them, man. I want to be a part of one of them. At some yeah, point, we gotta. Man. When we get back in the Chicago area, we'll we'll have to make one. We'll we'll. And if you want some more TikTok uh, tips, when we get back, we can hit some stuff up on your channel and stuff like that, and try to make some videos for you because I know you're recently. I think today I saw you're getting into the TikTok game as well. I'm gonna try to yep. get some more uh, generation from that baby. So if you ever need assistance with that, I'd be happy to be an actor in one of your uh, TikTok videos. Oh yeah. So that's shout out Christy Shogren, by the way. She, she, uh, hit me up and was like, she literally just sent me over the video, like Christy Shogren. She just sent me over the video and was like, you should use that. I was like, I mean, she's in content. She's yeah, media, she's, so yeah, she's, she's like her. I follow her as well on TikTok and I, yeah. Yeah. Stuff that she throws out there. Yeah. Shout out Christy Shogren. She's always been yeah. homie, day one homie. Um, yeah. but yeah, man, I, but you don't, you don't see it as a, a real like passion of yours? No, I, know I, you said you oh, memories, I, see, but. I definitely see it as a passion. Like I love that stuff, you know, in my free time, I love it. Like if I'm, if I've got a free Saturday, the sun's, the sun's shining, <laughs> yeah. the, sh- the shin no, the sun's shining. I'm going to go out, probably like bang out a workout, come back. Like that's my ideal day, you know? And then like come home if I've got some like crazy content in my mind and like I go out and I'm like, all right, mom, you're doing this. I like, can't, hey, you're doing this. Like let's 
bang out this video and throw it on like Instagram or TikTok. I love that shit, man. Like it's definitely, it's definitely a passion of mine and I, I do love it in that way, but I just know from like a professional standpoint or like going after it that way, it's just not something that I could ever look, commit that much time to. And I just know that I'm not willing to put the time in to, you know, really, really be successful. Right. Right. So you, basically that's also complementing what you're currently doing as a career. Yeah. Like yeah. you like what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In other words, like, Hey, I like what I'm doing with most of my time, but with this percentage of time making TikToks and videos, like that's fun. Yeah. We can bang out a Christmas musical every year and throw it <laughs> people to watch. Friends, you have family. a lot of shit, Zach. Yeah. Friends, family to see, but you know, it's, I can't be, I can't be getting done with my regular job every day and being like, mom, dad, let's go. Like your free time. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I was like in some type of like isolated situation with a bunch of people like you guys, and we're all just like, let's make videos every day. Like we could do that. But you know, I don't see that. Yeah. I mean, like, unless you're like me and I'm like literally trying to make this a fucking career. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, like you're putting everything into this right now, which is awesome. And you should do that. Like you should devote everything. And you've made that like commitment. Like you talked about it for like years. Yeah, I know. I talked about it for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah. And now you're going all in, which is what you have to do. You're throwing stuff on Instagram, on TikTok and all your channels like constantly. And that's what you need to do to blow it up and market yourself. And that's great, man. I appreciate that, dude. Yeah. It was, it's a, you know, I don't regret it's funny. Like I've been thinking about this. Like I don't necessarily regret not starting it two years ago, you know? Yeah. I mean, my brother's always said like, Hey, you should, he's always been like pushing me, which I've always loved that. Yeah. And like, he's like, I mean, he's like, he, he his argument is like, who cares? Like what, you know, now, like the sooner you start it, you know, the sooner you can learn and adapt. And like, it's as true as that is like, it's like, well, you know, I started now it's 2020 when I was saying, I was saying I was going to do it in like 2018. We'll say 2018. feels like a long time ago. But um, I think I'm, I'm like happy with the timing just because like I think I've come a long way. Like even how much I knew last year, which yeah. I know a lot more in 2021. Like, you know, it's like relationships are funny, man. You just don't – there's so much to learn and so much like you have to keep – it's a full-time – it's a full-time – um, I wouldn't say it's a full-time job because job kind of has a, like, a negative connotation to it, but it's a full-time, yeah. like, you have to pay attention to it. You know, like, you can't slip up and, like, just neglect a certain aspect of your life or relationship. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy to be starting. I appreciate that. And, yeah, content is king, I guess, you know, when it comes to media and everything, which has been tough. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, just... Yeah, you're blowing it out though right now. It's awesome. I feel like, like you're saying, like maybe last year you had a lot of good content, but you just weren't ready yet from maybe like a confidence standpoint. You had a lot to learn. Maybe meeting Melody has gotten you to that point this year and now you're ready to go, man. And you got to, once you're ready to go, you got to go all in. So it's better to, you know, maybe wait till you're ready to go all in than going halfway and then just get discouraged from that standpoint. Yeah, that would be a nightmare. Like if you went half in and then dropped, like, from a psychology standpoint, like anyone that ever does anything halfway and then drops it, like it's, that would suck. But you know, it's funny. Like you think when you put yourself out there, like I have that, like maybe you get some bad feedback from people like not being supportive. Dude, I've gotten like texts from so many people, like so appreciative. And like, I mean, it just goes to show the people that I've surrounded myself with and I'm lucky to have around since going up in a good neighborhood and going to a good college and, 
just very fortunate, privileged in that aspect. Uh, but yeah, man, people have been so supportive. Like, like you think like you're going to get like this negative reaction when you start like really going out there with whatever you're interested in. And like, if there's anyone listening, that's like debating on whether they should start whatever they've been thinking about, like, just do it, you know, just, you'll never know. Yeah. You'll what do you have to know. lose, right? You'll never know. That's what you have to lose is like, you'll never know. If, yeah. If you're if in 20 years from now, if you never did, you just think, what if, what would have happened if I did it? Right. You'll be an old fart. Everyone, I always picture an old dude just in a rocking chair. Like, ah, fuck. <laughs> never, <laughs> never fucking did it. Like, oh, yeah. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. You know, um, I don't think anyone does. And if you can help it, like, just fucking do it. You know, social yeah, media is tough though. It's, it's really tricky. So there's isn't anyone that's like debating it. Like, it is tricky. Like, you know, you're like, but my aunt, you know, she's going to hear me swearing on my podcast. Like, yeah. fuck. Like, she heard me say the F word. Like, I, well, then if they don't support me, then they don't understand me and they don't love me. Like, so fuck it. You know, like you got to go for it. I mean, what's your, what's your worry is that someone won't like you for who you are. Then like, who cares about that person in the first point in the first place? Right. Like, you know, yeah, that's part of it. I think I got past that maybe a little bit a while ago. And then the second part was like, okay, I have a job. How am I going to, first of all, I just, they don't see this. <laughs> yeah, that's another, that's another standpoint as well. Yeah. If you work at like a huge company, there's probably, and like you're really close with your coworkers, probably no, no way of getting around this. Yeah. Um, so I, I would encourage entrepreneurship or going to like a startup or it's a smaller atmosphere and you can maybe hide it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I love the people I work with, but I just, if you know, obviously your managers can be like, well, don't spend too much time on that <laughs> <laughs> you know like, i don't want to have that conversation fuck off like <laughs> i'll get my shit done like we don't yeah, kevin are you uh talking to clients right now um <laughs> or are you trying to sell we need you to yeah i have a fucking i'm a salesman bro i'm a salesman <laughs> so if you can get your shit done like for the most part you're you're good but phew, it is a, it is a tricky world of a quarantine quarantine right now trying to stay productive um at my company at least but yeah i mean when you guys are you guys are in the entertainment business so events entertainment leisure concerts anything like that is really getting up which sucks yeah it's a dope company and it sucks man it was terrible timing for not just the company but me personally like i was like about to hit a stride and be like this is my like I'm comfortable here and all that shit, but I don't know. We'll see what happens, you know, um, when it comes to that. But how's everything with your with your gig? You know, like with with yeah, real so, estate, right? I mean, yeah. So we're in the hospitality industry as well. So we have you know these hotels that are in collegiate communities. So the big thing for us is is there going to be a school a fall semester for one thing because that drives a lot of business in terms of you know parents coming for you know homecoming the big thing we do is football tailgates our hotels sell out those weekends we drive super high revenue right now our hotels are closed so our company had to lay off a lot of employees which is unfortunate at the hotel level which I'm not at like basically everyone got wiped away that was working at the physical hotels and then our corporate office you know, it was really hard to see a lot of coworkers that you've hung out with for, you know, for me, it's been a couple of years at the company seeing some of those people leave. It's obviously been tough, but, you know, there's not a lot you can do other than just stay focused at this time and do whatever you can to try to, you know, stay motivated and help out your company get through it. 
Yeah, that's actually good advice, Zach, for people that are like, they've been in a nine to five world working a job and like they've, they've struggled with, I guess during this time, like I forget about it. Cause this was only just in April when I was like, I don't know if I want you Zach, but I was like wrecked. Like I was like, not, there was a week I had that I was like really not motivated. Like yep. I actually was just watching Netflix and playing Xbox for like a week. And I, I felt like shit about myself clearly. Cause that's what that's, you know anything about psychology? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. You're gonna be really you're happy no sunlight. You're in the darkness. You're you have yeah. socialization or motivation. <laughs> that means zero happiness. So. Yeah. But I ended up getting through that brief. I remember Melody was like, just like, oh, he's playing a lot of FIFA, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, bringing that. I mean, I already and I touched on that probably enough last podcast. But it's like, it's funny, man. When you slip up, and like I was playing FIFA a little bit too much, and like she's like. You know, she's looking over at me like she's it takes a lot when your girlfriend is really loyal. Anyone that's out there that's thinking they're they're insecure and they're your girl is, is if she's saying I love you, she's really loyal. She's not going to fucking dump you if you play a week of FIFA. Just get your shit together pretty soon here. <laughs> just relatively soon. Just get your shit together. Like start right now what you need to do in the morning or at night before you go to bed. Like let's lock it in. But yeah, like what you're saying, man, nine to five, like understand that your company needs revenue, right? Like they're not going to survive without it. So if you're in a customer service role, you can't really do anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in sales or if you're in a position to lead marketing where you can like, just make sure you're putting your position out there as a position of value to the company. But now is the time to sell your position at your company. Yep. You got to tell them, bro. you're selling to people. You need Literally, this. You need my aspect of my company. Like I do that at all my all my like big meetings with my company. I'm I'm always like I'm over I'm selling I'm a salesman. Like I'm gonna sell my my job as a salesperson to bring in revenue to this company is super important. So that's some advice to people who maybe are like don't don't sleep right now because I mean you should you should already have enough motivation. You look at LinkedIn, it's like every other dude is like, well, my last day at Uber, what well, came to an end today. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we need to get our shit together. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, can we talk about that for a second, Zach? Like, is it somewhat selfish for every single person to write a, a big ass message about like, well, I was laid off today. And like, <laughs> I mean, hey, it sucks. I've never been laid off. So I, I can't speak to that. So I, yeah. but at the same time, it's like my whole feed right now is like, 50 people from uber that i've never met in my life but it was reposted and it's like some dude this whole is like i love my experience like, yeah. it's, like it's like it's sad i mean you don't you don't want to be laid off but it seems like a lot of people are like almost benefiting from these posts there's like 500 likes <laughs> and then like like 30 comments of people like please work at my company <laughs> it's, it's a good like idea job offers the next day yeah it's a good idea actually if you think about it to to post on LinkedIn with a really good message, savvy, respectable message. So, you know, maybe I take that back. Maybe you should message LinkedIn and hit the right hashtags, get the right demos in there and you're good to go. It is a crazy world out there, man. Like we're very fortunate. Like a lot of, I feel like a lot of my friends still have jobs and at least a lot of my close friends, like they've either, yeah, they've either like kept their job or, Tra- like got furloughed and like quickly transitioned to another job or whatever. How about you? Like, you know, you know, some people that are yeah struggling or. 
Yeah, I feel like the people that I work with personally are the main ones that I've seen affected by it. But like, you know, we run in the same circles for the most part. I feel right, right, right. Everyone's doing pretty good. Everyone's able to, you know, go work from home and stay killed. Crazy vision, right? So no one I'd say the biggest person that's affected that I know personally is my little sister because she was She's doing, she does personally, her passion is music. So she plays at bars, restaurants on the weekend. Oh, that's city. Yeah. And she's also, she's also a waitress, bartender. So those are kind of two industries that's just inter. Right. And, you know, restaurants that are just getting smoked right now. So, you know, for her, it's kind of hard to stay motivated. What she's been doing basically is just trying to take the extra time to, you know, stay passionate with her music, write songs so that she's ready to bounce back when this is over. But, you know, it's a really uncertain time when you think about it, like, could there be a second wave? When's the next time I'm going to play music? How do I stay motivated for someone like that? But, you know, you just got to think of something else to hold you together, whether that's health, you know, fitness, you know, something else you're passionate about. You can read, you can learn about different things, but you know, it's tough for some people. It, it really is. So, yeah, I don't mean to be insensitive, but with her, I would like, is she, has she been like performing on like, cause I mean, that's her passion, right? Is that yep. full time? Like she's restaurant. Yeah. Like waitress. She, yeah. And then on the weekend, she perform- usually has a gig every weekend basically where she goes out and she plays music. She's on Spotify. Um, and is, and she, during this, she's even done her and a group of her friends, different musicians she's connected with in Iowa city did like a little like online concert one day. So she's trying to keep up with it and stay positive through it all. That's good, man. And that, yeah, I'm glad she has family to like support her. Cause that's like, that's a, it's a career path that you can't really write a script for that. Like <laughs> you gotta just play music and I mean, I don't know anything about it, but I, I'm, I, yeah, she should check out like playing virtually and stuff like Facebook live, Instagram live. She's been doing that. Like, yeah. Like, she's still in doing that. Try to keep, you know, that engagement up and bounce back try to book gigs in the future like she was scheduled for a bunch of like festivals she was super excited about this summer that no shit probably aren't gonna happen like they're just just small you know small iowa festivals that she was hey people that she was trying to you know get involved in it just you know sucks for her but you know she'll bounce back yeah damn man yeah i love that she's she's grinding in the musician life that's real tough that's well, dude, we can't we can't miss talking about this dating during quarantine. Is that oh, dude, you? I can I leave with a question on this topic that I'm curious. Yes, about? I I want people to ask me questions. I want, I want the Kev the Coach Q and A session here. Let's go, let's go. I know you've probably been getting a lot of questions about this. Um, people in quarantine, one, they're bored. A lot of people have a lot of time in their hands, and they're not able to go to restaurants, bars any public places where they're used to seeing women, whether it be at work and like those other places I mentioned. So what they're doing is they're going on Hinge, they're going on Bumble, they're going on things like that. Yes, sir. Which means you are connecting with people. And we've talked about this in the past. I know me and you have, is that you don't want to be getting to know someone on like a virtual phone basis. You want to meet up, have fun, get to know them that way. So what is your advice to someone that is meeting people they're interested in, over a dating app right now and they really can't use that strategy to meet in person and really get to know someone. Whew. That is an amazing question. And I thank you for asking that. So I actually have a brother, Chris Higgins basically sets up the whole production here. <laughs> he is, he is dating right now. So I've, I've actually got to like kind of see it evolve. But, yeah. Um, so 
with all that, yeah. So yeah, one of my biggest tips or one of my biggest things is you don't want to if you're if you're dating right now during quarantine, you need to be cautious about making the phone like a basis for your relationship. Like yeah. when we were when we're all out about we're walking around, like you don't uh, you don't want the phone. You don't want the phone to be like she can just text you and she can just she could just call you and like you're you're so available via that platform that she doesn't need to see you. That's like I I've known a handful of guys that have had that issue, and that is something you gotta avoid. You you don't want to yeah. be creating this this sort of ballpark where she could just text you and she could just you're just super available and like you're super responsive and you're having like late night conversations so during quarantine like the biggest way to avoid that is you know you 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 pretty much you don't want the phone to take any sort of basis for relationship but right now kind of depends on how you feel about all this but i do think like if you're comfortable with it you can do a social distancing date I'm just going to say it like Chris has been doing it. I, I I personally would do it. Like obviously just understand where that person's been and like, are they super like, are they someone that has a super like, um, they have a career path. Like they're a nurse right now. Maybe, maybe avoid that. <laughs> but, um, I think you can do a date in the park. You know, you can do. So you, essentially what Chris has been doing is you've been like going on like the river walk or like walk through Lincoln park. Or is that like the main basis? I, does he yeah, walk in the park. How does that? How does... Walk in the park. Go to the park. Sit down. Have like a picnic. Have a drink. Like fuck it. Like have a truly and just like hang out and talk to each other. If if, if she's super worried about the distancing, like, and you're a guy, because this I'm all about for the men right now. If you're a guy and like she's super worried about it, you could do a Zoom call. You could do a Facetime yeah. or something like that. But I always will say, if she's comfortable meeting in person, just you should do that. If you live with roommates and they're not comfortable with that, keep that in mind. But yeah. if you live by yourself and you're comfortable with her and where she's at, you're young, you're in your 20s, 30s, whatever. I mean, fuck. I mean, I'm not going to go into politics and who, who's fucking dying and who's not. Yeah, from this yeah, disease, yeah. But, you're but probably going to be okay. <laughs> you're probably going to be okay. And I think if you can, you should do it in person because you're you're better. Most people would probably admit they're better in person. Like yeah. a Zoom call date is just going to be a lot harder for you. One, you can't create physical connection with the other person there's no opportunity to touch each other that's like the number one part the number one thing i use to create like attraction and like just show your confidence like moving in closer to her like touching her leg and she's touching your leg like all that stuff is out of the window now you can only somehow get her attraction via zoom so my advice is avoid zoom and in these in texting and all that like if you do do that Keep the texting to a limit. Like you, you should never be texting constantly with a girl. You should have, first of all, you should have more going on in your life. You should fucking focus on your career. And like, I'm not saying you can't text back and forth a little bit. Just make sure you are on your shit with your career and like whatever you're, whatever you got going on right now. Um, stay busy. You shouldn't be texting girls back and forth nonstop, regardless. But especially during this, if you want her to see you post quarantine, like. And when people are more comfortable seeing each other, like you better, you better uh, not, not make the phone the only part of connecting her. Like I've seen a lot of people, they just have these girls that only call them and they're like, well, I want to hang out now. And it's like, now, now she just, she's got you, you know, yeah. you, have no, you have no chance to, I mean, you do have a chance to turn it around, but it's going to take, you just got to, you have to turn it around. You have to be like, Hey, I'm not going to be talking to me the phone as much. So 
that would be my advice. Yep. In, in a long, long form. You got to have Chris on a little segment dating during quarantine with, with. Oh, I will. Yeah, bring him on, dude. Oh, I definitely, I definitely will have Chris on to talk about that more specifically. He's been having some success. I think he is a success story of the quarantine dating. So if there are people out there, has your has your apartment been exposed to outside uh, interaction? It has been exposed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. In April, when shit was like really bad, and people—I mean, there's still people that are panicking right now. Yeah. Which I'll tell you right now, if you're listening to this, don't panic because <laughs> <laughs> one, it doesn't help, but. You know, aside from that, like, yeah, in April, it was like really tough. Like a lot of people really wouldn't be considering going on dates and stuff like that. But I think in May, like, it, obviously people are starting to be like a little more comfortable with it. But I've heard some people that are still like, they don't, they're like, I won't, I won't do that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a lot of, it just depends, you know. Yeah, it depends on the person. It says a lot about the person. Yeah, do you want to live or do you want to be safe, I guess, is kind of the question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can go into that, but it's it's definitely – you got to keep your social – we're social beings. You know, we shouldn't be – you know, humans, we really need social contact. So you, you really got to be um, especially um, strategic with how you're treating yourself right now. Like, make sure you're going outside. If you live with roommates, like, try to, like, separate yourself. And, you know, cause obviously we all know normally you, a lot of people have a commute or at least they go somewhere where they're usually not with someone they live all day. Unless you like, unless you listen to this podcast and you fucking have a spouse that you guys are like in a business together, but probably unlikely, but you know, just separate yourself as much as you can and like create obviously like a, I mean, I don't, are, are you creating sort of like a, a structure for yourself during this? Cause I think we're creatures oh. of habit. Yeah, dude, I, I'm definitely creating that. And that's part of the reason I wanted to go back to Iowa is so that I had a little bit more structure because the way it was set up in Chicago is I have three roommates who were all living in this small shared apartment where I just don't have the space to, you know, work and really live. And I was worried about being able to work out with no gym, you know, no real space inside the apartment to work out. And then, you know, everything from the river walk to the turf field up the street has closed down. So I was like, how would I even really get a great sprints workout or anything like that? So it's nice to have the structure to be able to, I've been using lunch breaks to work out. I have some weights upstairs to be able to do that. And then, you know, at night I've just been playing board games with my dad or whatever as a nice, you know, social interaction or hanging out with my mom, watching movies some nights. It's definitely a very different life than I'm accustomed to living, but it's a nice little break, I guess, from the usual social animals we are in Chicago. We're going out having fun all the time. Yeah, that is a, it is a break, but like we talked about earlier, it's probably good for a lot of people just to like take a step back from like their, their daily lives and like have a moment for some people that's fucking scary as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Evaluate, like set goals, you know, think about what you're passionate about, try to get healthier, try to benefit in some way out of this, keep yourself motivated. Yeah, it's it's scary for some people, right? Like they don't it's like really social people, like which I'd say we're both pretty social people, but I I can handle being like I'm clearly I clearly have for, for the first time in my life when we're actually forced to be like inside and not I'm actually yeah. just an introverted, but I think that's it's a good time to learn about yourself and like see you know what you what you want, you know, what do you want out of your life like 
is your job do you give a shit about that like yeah what would you rather be doing all that stuff make moves make moves make money moves you know it's 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 the time it's the time bro if you're not making money moves you gotta start get that paper (laughs) i'm gonna clip that (laughs) get that out of here great content the kendi matumbo that thing (laughs) have you been watching the last dance bro Oh yeah, I actually I so I didn't watch it live on Sunday. I watched both episodes last night. Um, just because for whatever reason, like my parents are like pretty old school, so we don't have like cable or whatever. So I've just been using like my login for ESPN that my for my Xfinity that I share with my roommates back in Chicago. So if I try to do it live, it just lags so bad. So I just been doing the playback on the app on ESPN three. So it's been good, dude. It's prime example of a guy that's just like willing to do anything for what he's passionate about and his vision <laughs> and Michael Jordan. Right. Dude. Yeah, man. That podcast is, is legendary or that fucking uh, documentary is legendary. It is like, I mean, I'm sure everyone that's listening to podcasts is at least is probably watching it. It's uh, it, yeah, man. But I, I, I think the dude's the goat, man. I mean, obviously he's the goat. I don't, we don't even, we don't even need to debate that. You're not LBJ. Are you? No, I don't. I don't really care. I I respect both of them. I think. Okay. Okay. It's not like I'm like a, a homer for either of them or anything like that. You're gonna be you're a homer for MJ when you're on this podcast. Yeah. Like when you live in Chicago, you kind of have to be right. I mean, I, I even have like friends from the East Coast, West Coast. They all they all love MJ. I mean, some West Coast people will be like, obviously, because LBJ's in LA now. They're like, all of a sudden, like. I don't know. He could be the goat. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Like, oh yeah, now because he's on the fucking Lakers. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Like. When you watch that documentary, like, come on. Like, how can you not be like this guy? He's a killer. Greatest. Yeah, he's a killer. His competitive drive. The thing that you can't argue is that for the guys he was playing against in his era, he's the most dominant player in, like, any era. You can make that argument. Like, that he was the best versus the guys he was playing with, hands down. I don't know how you could argue it. Like... And I'm glad I have a stage to to talk about this. Like the goat doesn't necessarily like, I I just want to say like, he's my goat. Like the (laughs) definition of the goat, like it doesn't have to be like, you know, like, Oh, LeBron one-on-one versus MJ, bro. Like he's going to waste him. Like that's not, that's not what this is about. This is about like the greatest player of all time. Like what, what they accomplished in their career. It's just much more, Sometimes it is like much more than what you achieved on the basketball court. Like when I watched that documentary, I'm like, it just more affirmed. I, obviously, I mean, I never got to watch MG, MJ, but like, yes, I'm from Chicago. So I have some sort of biasy towards that. But even then, like, I don't have to be like, I didn't grow up watching MJ. I was too young. Like I could have seen LeBron. LeBron, I know LeBron's game. I mean, I've, I've seen more clips of MJ now. I, I know how he plays, but I've seen LeBron actually live you know, in a game, I still obviously pick MJ. Like, it's just, there's just a vibe about him, man. Yeah. He's, he is the man, the way that people treated him, like just the way, like, obviously I think, I think it helped too. like, he's so much less insecure than, like, <laughs> than LeBron. Like that like plays a part. Like, I feel like just, social media has to play a huge part of that too. And just yeah, LeBron, his coming up 
ever since he was 16, you know, he's had a different almost spotlight on him. Then mm-hmm. and you can see that in documentary when people really keyed in on Jordan, it was like, holy shit. Like everyone's coming after him. I feel like LeBron's whole career, like people have just been coming after him from every angle. You've got this whole element of social media where you really can't get away with anything ever. Yeah. I saw a huge spotlight on one person or for anybody to handle. And you saw MJ, the same thing with how people were coming after him for his gambling. And the last episode, they try to, you know, insinuate that maybe his father's death had something to do with him and his gambling problems. It's just crazy what people will do for views or attention and trying to put someone off of their pedestal. Yeah, bro. And like people, so that you brought up kind of a sort of an argument there for LBJ, like, well, he had social media, but like, that was fucking crazy. Like LeBron yeah. didn't have to deal with that. Like yes. someone being like, oh, well, you know what? Your gambling killed your father. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's like the number one thing. Looks you like you went ever... all in on your father. <laughs> yeah. Like that. that's the number one thing you could say to someone that would like make them lose their shit. Yeah. Like, and yep. they said that, like the media was clearly, obviously when it's on your phone, it's much different. I, Totally. I can't, I cannot say that it's the same thing that they had to deal with, but different, different. He still, he still had people showing up at his door when he was a high school basketball player. He still had like, obviously all these papers about him saying he killed his father, man. Like you always see how much that man loved his father. Like that. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot to put on somebody. Crazy dude. I'm I'm just, yeah, I'm MJ all the way clearly for the goat, for the goat. But Zach, I'm going to take a piss real quick. Right. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, don't go anywhere. I'm taking a piss break, okay? I've seen, people flow, do it on podcasts. I've seen people do it on podcasts. Don't get mad at me. Oh, that dude, there's a cup right there too. That's handy. And we're back. And we're back. From Kevin. Did, did Kevin wash his hands? Probably not. <laughs> That's confirmed a negative. But, you know, hey. Well, Zach, um, what you know? Did you have any other questions that you know you you know you wanted to you know? Bring? That was a really good question you asked. Yeah, dude. Really, uh, that was my main question. I was like, I need Kevin's take on this. I appreciate that because I need to get some credibility out in here. In yeah, this, and this you dating you, relationship world. You responded well. I mean, I feel like in my situation, I'm not able to really do that right now. Being in Cascade, Iowa, you know, the demographic. <laughs> there's just a lot of out here, but. You don't got any hotties out there in Cascade Island? Oh, yeah, there's the market is just it's not great. <laughs> it's not a great market. It's not the best market, is what that's what you're saying. Yeah. Hey man, we used to we used to basically work that market in Loris, bro. We used to the Iowa <laughs> city, bro. That that tri that tri-state area. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I used to be swiping. Are you on? Uh, are you on the apps at least? Are you? Are you navigating a little bit? Trying yeah, to see I'm. I'm, I'm like Christopher Columbus out here right now. <laughs> no, no land in sight in in Cascade. <laughs> you do. You could do like a quick, just like a little Tinder Tinder smash or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mama, I'm heading to Monticello real quick. I'll be back in 15. <laughs> Yeah, man. She ain't got to know where you're going. You're a grown man. <laughs> She's like, Zach, where are you going without your mask? <laughs> are they on you right now, living at home? No, it's awesome. I I really like, you know, living here with my parents. Yeah. They give me my space. 
we enjoy each other's company. It's really relaxing. It's been good. It's been good for my uh, physical health, emotional health for just like a little break, I guess. If they lived in Chicago, I'm ready to get back, you... dude, I'm ready to just like, I feel in the same sense that I'm ready to just like be like shot out of a cannon as soon as this is over. <laughs> Wait, what's going to shoot out of a cannon? Yeah, everything. It's coming. Up, <laughs> it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be Mount Vesuvius. Dude, you so, and everyone else, man. I, yeah. I cannot, I cannot imagine what like a place like Paradise Park oh, is going to look like Chicago. Like that's. Like the first, like, no, like 50% vacancy stuff. Like we're talking like a dance floor. Pants are getting ripped wide open that first night. Do you think it could be like the 70s all over again? (laughs) (laughs) The summer of 69 on repeat. Is that what that was? Like Woodstock and all that? Yeah, that's summer of 69. Dude, I could see that. This is pretty funny. So I'm like doing this right now on my work computer and like my Skype automatically logged in and I just got a, a message from my boss and she's like, Hey, do you have any uh, comments on the uh, Berwick financials? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a podcast. I'm like, I'm like, uh, yo, sorry. I'm in the middle of a podcast right now. I can't, I can't be, uh, I can't be commenting on those financials. Do you work this late? I mean, some, sometimes I'll pop on. It's like, I, it's hard, you know, when you're working from home, cause it's like hard to separate work from like just normal life. Cause you're just normally you're in the office and you go home and you're like, yeah, I have email on my phone or whatever. So I'll like be able to check that if something's like urgent, I'll see it. And if it's not urgent, I just won't respond. I'll like put it off. Cause I don't need to respond. I need that. Right. But like when you're working from home and you're like laptops right there and you're seeing the emails and you're really not like having any social events for the most part. It's hard to not like just take, just tackle it, you know, just after. <laughs> I like <laughs> just tackle it. Yeah. Just throw it to the ground. But Yeah, it is. It is tough. Uh, I've noticed that about myself too. This like this whole coaching thing. I'm like, a, I'm really on top of it. I'm almost a little too much. I'm definitely battling like um, when I should be checking and, and doing things. Like I gotta, I gotta, get a good schedule going for myself. But yeah, man, people are going to be wilding when this, when this quarantine is up. I know you got to put them on the content, like prepare them for that first night out, like how to interact with women. Like there's going to be a lot of girls out there that just want to have fun. Right. Like they're and same for guys. Like it's just, they want to have sex. No, no, no. Everyone wants to have sex, you know, (laughs) let's be honest, man. Like everyone's tired of being at home and doing your thing, you know, you you need, you need some physical, um, you need to feel somebody, (laughs) but we'll see how that goes, man. Wow. It's, it's going to be a shit show. Cause I know I posted some content recently about like, like, uh, people are going to be going out after this and like guys picking up at the bar like they're gonna be rusty as hell even an average dude that was like pretty decent at it like maybe maybe one out of ten he he grabs a chick and he he takes her home like (laughs) on like the sixth weekend going out like it's gonna be a grind it's gonna be a grind you're gonna be awkward hopefully people got girls they can like they they can talk to like you got at least some girls in your family like probably some dudes (laughs) living living it living by themselves that are they're not talking to any girls. Right they're just now. playing. They're just playing like Fortnite all day, ch- chatting up the homies and 
trolling eighth grade kids are playing against. Yeah, we don't we don't want that. If you're listening to Kev the coach, I'm telling you right now, you gotta you gotta find a way to practice. You gotta get some. If it's the Zoom dates, fine. You know, I, I didn't say you couldn't do them. If it's a, if it's the worst case, do it. You know, if that's if that's gonna get you in front of a girl's face and like talking to a girl, like you should do that. Because I'm in sales, and I've realized like some of my conversations are a little like they're not as flowy. Kind of figure it how to get them to that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. I think for a lot of people to break out of like what this has like mentally done to them. A lot of people are starting to get okay with the fact that they're like not seeing people and they've been at home for so long that it almost feels normal. So I feel like it's going to be hard for a lot of people to like flip the switch and go back to like the way they were where they're like, I want to be around so many people all the time. Like I want to have fun. I want to socialize. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like some people are like, Oh, maybe I am okay. Just like hanging out like alone on the weekends, like not going out, like just like reading or whatever they've been doing. Like it might be hard for some people to like flip back in and like go after it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like flipping that switch, like a lot of introverts out there, like they're winning right now. You know, they're like, they're like, we've been training for this forever. (laughs) (laughs) I've been seeing that like in some media or whatever. Um, Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be tough, man. But boy, I can't wait till the boys are back. Like the first night out. Yeah. The boys are going to be back in town. It's just going to be, we're going to sleep the boys back. No haircuts either. We, you, who's been trimming you up? Has that- oh, baby. I got uh, my girl. She's been fading me up. You're cheating on, uh, what's his name, Cedro? <laughs> I know. If, if, Cedro, if you see this, bro, I'm sorry, man. I, I'll be back at the barbershop soon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's been doing house visits Stays with the mask and the gloves. Yeah, you know, I got I to gotta check in. You got to reach so out. Long. Send him flowers at least. It's probably time that I, I reached out. <laughs> Let him know you still appreciate him through all this. Uh, you know, I, it's like he's, he's been his his barbershop's a little far from me. He used to be at uh, he's in Lakeview now. I used to see him in River North. No, it's a bike. It's a bike up there. That's four miles. It's a ride. You know, it's a ride, and that kind of brings up another topic. My my dudes need to be getting good haircuts. Haircuts. Are you worried about me right now with this like? Curly mop I got going? No, I'm just saying when we get back out there, we need to be... Like, this will not be acceptable. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying you can't you can't pull chicks with a with a nasty haircut, but it's... You, it's you imperative. Want all, you want all the odds in your favor. Like, if you're a baseball player or you're related to your job, like, you always set yourself up, you know, for the most success possible. Like, you know, so... Maybe show up with a good haircut. You know that helps. That helps. Are you are you seeing a barber or are you just seeing like a salon or who me? Yeah, I've just been letting it go, dude. No, no, I'm just saying in general when like when when you're normally normal times. Yeah, dude, I got I got the hookup at this like really great place. Uh, it's called great, <laughs> it's called Great Clips. Oh, they'd be doing it, huh? I know. Got, I need to get I need to get hooked up with Cedro. I think. I think you want to talk to him. I could be, I could be willing to try something new. Maybe you know, leave the curls on the top, and then go a little. I, hey, I will say, I, I've always thought your hair looks good. So, if that's if that's going to reaffirm you staying at Great Clips, hey, there's nothing wrong with Great Clips. If, if you have a girl, girl there, or even if it's a random person every time, and they always just 100, they just cut that shit and it looks great. Then 
Yeah. Fuck it. You know, I'm not saying you got to leave. Just make sure you're getting good cuts. I remember because not too long ago, like three years ago, two and a half years ago, I, for the longest time, I was like, I hate this haircut. <laughs> like, why am I doing this? Like, why do I come here every time? Two and a half weeks. Well, now it's like two and a half, three weeks every time I have to get a new haircut. If I keep it short, but um, it's like, damn, why am I still going to the same person? Like, or the same place? Like, they do a terrible job, but Cjo has been hooking it up. Yeah. It up for real. I mean, dude, in college, I was going straight buzz cuts because I didn't want to, you know, have, I, did, I mean, I didn't want to have to actually pay for a haircut. I was. <laughs> I remember Josh Gert would just line me up and just go straight lawnmower on the top of my head. But wait, in college? Yeah, I would just go lawnmower on it and just go buzz cut, which is probably the worst thing you can do, right? Like, <laughs> unless you're going bald, like you should not go with the buzz. <clears throat> yeah, it depends. I mean, it depends on some guys pulled off well. They got the the beard that I'm like not really able to go with. If you can grow like. Thick, right, you can go with the buzz cut, like the bald look, like shoot your shot, man. But yeah, if you're cutting it up like with a nice beard, like you're kind of jacked. With, like, you're like Tim Howard. You got that Tim Howard look. Well, he's straight up bald. He's he's got a shiny <laughs> he got a shiny head, but yeah, he's got a big beard though. For the most part, I think he usually keeps a a beard equipped on him. It's a nice word to use for like facial hair. Equipped. I have. Yeah, I have a mustache equipped currently. Well, Zach, hey, man, I, I, I'll let you. We've got what we're at, like, what? How long has it been? Got like almost to an hour here, brother. So I, I appreciate the, you the coming keg, on. The keg man. is tapped, bro. Huh? What'd you say? The keg is tapped. The keg is tapped, man. No, I just, I appreciate you coming on, man. You've, you're one of my best homies. So glad we met in college. That was such yeah, a fun dude. ride. I appreciate it, man. Coming to Chicago. Dude, I can't believe we got you to fucking Chicago, man. Like Yeah, dude. You and George. I love I love Chicago. Yeah, it was like a it was like a, a domino effect almost. We're all like, yeah, we gotta get to Chicago because it was just like we we saw how fun it was and we're like, this is where we want to be. And then like our whole friend group was like, let's do it. Let's just get there. Because it was like at first it was like you and like Rich and like Brian were there. And for me, I had like Jake there as well. So I was like, I want to like see like him. He's one of my best friends. And like, I was like, I got to get down there with these guys. And then like, we got there. And then like, I feel like every year it's like Jorge came and there's like younger kids, like they finished Loris and came. And it's like, now it's just such a squad. Yeah. I just, I, you know, seeing you and, and George, particularly he's George is from Appleton. You're from cascade iowa like i love to see you guys yeah. in the city and then enjoying it like it's cool to see man like we love you, it i mean yeah i i love to see you guys in, in the shy that's awesome took it took some didn't take much convincing for you i think you were already, you were pretty much i mean dude i was like i really did not like my first job and i was like all right i'm either gonna get a new job here or if i'm gonna get a new job i might as well relocate so i was like chicago would be sick so I remember my company, basically, they had paid me to take care of like some like professional fees and licenses that I wanted to get. And like, you had to say exactly one year to like retain those benefits, like for them paying for it, or you had to pay it back. So I was like, all right, I have a month left till I hit my year. I'm like, I'm going to just schedule like every interview I can in Chicago for this like three day period. Came out, saw you guys like went out that weekend and like had like five interviews on like that Monday and Tuesday. 
and then went back and was like, got some offers. I'm like, all right, it's happening. I'm going to Chicago. It was like a super like quick decision where I was like, let's do this. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That must have been a good feeling, huh? Oh, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, let's ride. And then ever since, it's been great. Loved it. Never have regretted the move at all. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you're like, out of anyone that moved that wasn't really from the Chicago area, like, I feel like you adjusted, like, and you just, like, thrived on it. Like, you loved it, like, right away. Yeah. It's just such a great social experience, dude. Like, hanging out with you guys, having fun. It's freaking awesome. Shout city, baby. Yeah, I can't wait till we can get back to enjoying it, man. Yeah. It's definitely a weird time because it's like you can't even enjoy any of the benefits a city has right now. It's just kind of weird. <laughs> but once it gets back. No, it's – yeah, it's funny you say that. Like I've actually been thinking like Chicago's not a great place to live if we don't have the summer. So it's going to suck if, if we really can't get out and enjoy like – what the city has to offer. We all know summertime shy. If we don't have summertime shy, it's going to suck. But I think, I think we'll be, we'll be okay. At least we'll be able to hang out with like our close friends come like June. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll be able to have like small gatherings. Yeah. So, you know, small gatherings, keep some space. No bro. You know, (laughs) just keep it casual. (laughs) And then, like, flash forward, like, three weeks, we're all in, like, Richard and Jorge's place playing, like, music with our shirts off all over each other. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Dude, Irwin's, Irwin's uh, bachelor party. Oh, RIP to that. <laughs> Dude, that was going to be in, like, no, no, what, no. three or four Well, I was weeks? talking about – no, I was talking about uh, the one we had uh, at um, – Oh, oh, the pre. That was the that was the pre the pre bachelor party. We were supposed to do the other one, like going on to Na- uh, Nashville or whatever. But that's in June, right? That was dude. The Brian's pre bachelor party. That's the last time I got after it. That's the last time I got a buzz going. And man, we got after it. Yeah, we did. We really, we really sent that, which was I was feeling it the next day for sure. But bro, we're gonna we're gonna have it soon. We're gonna we'll be back. Everyone that's listening, we're going to be back. Chicago is going to be back. We're going to have some sort of summer. It's not going to be, it's not going to be a nightmare. We might not have the events that we like, but at least we'll have small gatherings. We'll hang out with close friends. Hopefully, be able to go to the beach, play spike ball, stuff like that. Enjoy. We can look forward to that. Spaces. Look forward to that. Yeah. Play basketball. Hopefully, you know, with a friend group. I'm gonna be back, bro. Be back I know. I've seen you. I've seen you. Been, you've been kicking it around with uh, melody and stuff. You've been the schmel. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing, man. I, I, I think uh, through the injuries uh, or the chronic, I guess chronic pain with the compartment syndrome. I think. I think I'll be back. I think I'll be back. I'm actually trying to build some mobility right now in my like hips and. Just honestly, just my lower body. <laughs> just build more mobility because it's been I don't I don't have a lot of that right now. I think that's been a big issue um, with all of this. Um, so I'm working on that, bro. I'm that's working good. on my feet. Yeah, we need you back. I need me back and you guys need me back. I need to be back. I think the city needs you back. The city needs me on the dance floor. <laughs> Fuck. All right, bro. I think we've we've crushed it today. Oh yeah. I thanks for thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. I loved having you. 
Shout out your uh, your your at names: Instagram, TikTok. <laughs> um, throw it out there. It's the at Fry Baby Four. Throw throw an E in Fry. Throw it in the Fry F R E Y Baby. You can throw it wherever you want it. You can throw it before the E, after the or before the Y, after the Y, before the B, dot the I, whatever you want to do. Fry, that's not how that works. That, you just throw it in there. <laughs> F R E Y B A B Y four Fry Baby, right? Yep. Fry Baby Four. That's it. All right, Fry. I appreciate you coming on, man. I I I love having you on. You're one of my best homies. We're gonna see each other soon, bro. Yeah, love you, bro. Until then, dog.